So I wouldn't ask you to give a huge vintage welcome to Bishop Ulmer as he comes to preach this morning. Wow, wow. Um, okay, let's do it this way. Do it this way. Only those of you who have been blessed give the Lord a hand of praise this time, okay? There it is, there it is, there it is. There. No, 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 not a little patty cake, not a patty cake. Come on, bless the Lord. There it is. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us to come. Um, you, if you ever begin to feel lonely or wonder where is God in your life, don't ever forget this. God must really love you that he would place you in this house under the spiritual covering of this man right here. He, you must have done something right because he really loves you. Help me praise God for your pastor, your pastor. Don't ever let anybody from Inglewood outpraise you for your own pastor. Come on, come on. Bless you, sir. Bless you. Wow, um, I, and, and he kind of referred to it, but um, I honor my friend uh, who is really the connection for me being here. And so if I mess up, just blame Ted. Just blame it. You know, make up. Ted, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. I, wow, I, those of you who are joining us online and in the pat, who has a patio congregation? I mean, who does that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, have, have you guys gotten the memo that there's a COVID thing going on? I mean, y'all, y'all. I mean, I don't understand. Is this the way y'all roll all the time? Y'all just, that's way? Wow. I'm, I think I'm going to just stand up and look at y'all just to see what this many people look like again, okay? Um, now, now, let, let me just do a little educating here. It's my first time being here. You don't know me and I don't know you. Uh, you're wondering if I'm going to preach. Uh, I'm wondering if you're going to pray, so we're going to let you see what God does. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now, here, here's the first lesson. Now, I'm on a clock. I'm on a clock. Clock just started. Let me help the clock man. You never start a clock on a black preacher until he takes his text, okay? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay? I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you, man. But, but, but that's just the way we roll, okay? Uh, thank you. Thank you to our team, Angela and where's Anya? Anya, you guys stand up. Stand, stand, stand. Come on, stand, stand, stand. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. Give me a hand. Wow. They, uh, there was supposed to be more of them, uh, but the, the pandemic that you guys have never heard about, we, uh, some of our people didn't quite make it, but I thank you guys for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this team, you know. Uh, and to the worship, lead, worship leader and worship team, gang, thank you guys so very much. I really praise God for you. If, let me just do a little housekeeping right quick. Is, is, is Christy here? Christy, whose mom is Paula? There, there, stand up, stand up, Christy. Let me tell you an inside story. Christy's mom is one of my dearest friends. Christy's mom wrote me this morning and said, Christy's coming to your church today. I said, tell Christy, slow your roll, because I won't be there, okay? <laughs> well, no, it's true, true. She said, she said uh, I said, where are you going to be? She said, I said, I'm going to be at Vintage. She said, that's her church, you know. <laughs> Look at God. Come on, go. 
Thank you, Christy. Shout out to your mom. Thank you so much. I, um, I came here to steal everything I can. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm going to take all of this back down south on my side of town. Uh, I'm going to get that clip, that, that alpha thing. I'm going to tell the folk, these are new white members of our church. and they, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, okay? Thank you, thank you. Stick, stick, six. Stick to, I'm going to stick it long as I can, man. I'm telling you. I've never heard that before. I never heard that before. Uh, I'm, I'm, you, you may have noticed this. I, by the way, I never know what the dress code is. You know, uh, I go some places. Everybody wears black like they're dead. You know, I go other places where their suits shine in the dark. You know, so so I didn't really know what to wear. Um, he introduced me as bishop. Some of you guys may have seen in my, my full regalia and all that. Matter of fact, you have a Catholic church right down the street. You know those collars? Collars go around it. The collars, the white collars. Um, it's not a dog tag. Those collars, those collars, um, it, it, it comes from the tradition of Paul. And those collars symbolize the shackles that they would put around prisoners. Paul says, I'm a prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that, that collar, when you see that again, it symbolizes the, uh, uh, the servanthood of a woman or a man of God. You, you, you may have noticed I, I, have, a, I have a cross. Uh, the man who consecrated me as bishop will be turning over in his grave now because I'm out of uniform, okay? Uh, but this, this chain is connected, it's connected to a cross, and this cross, we, in our tradition, we wear the cross uh, over our heart. Uh, we, we wear the cross over our heart, again, to symbolize our dedication and commitment to the Lord Jesus. There's a passage I want you to come with me in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 8. Uh, I'll turn to it or click. Is any paper in here at all? Any paper Bibles in here at all? I know I'm the only one, you know, uh, but click to it, turn to it. Uh, or, and if you don't have a Bible, uh, just I'll be making it up as I go along, okay? <laughs> There's a passage in the Gospel of Mark, in the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 8. And in that chapter, it's the oh so familiar passage where Jesus uh, gives the, um, um, the, the, the entrance requirements to become a part of the kingdom of God. And Jesus says, if anyone desires to follow me, he said, let him deny himself, let him take up his cross and follow me. Jesus says, because over and over he said, follow me, follow me, follow me. He says, whoa, whoa, slow your roll. Wait, 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 wait. If, if, you, if you really want to follow me, you must deny yourself. And he says, you must take up your cross and follow me. When, when, when I'm in uniform and, and, and I, I wear this cross um, around my neck and over my heart, I'm wearing it but it's hidden, it's, I've got it, but, but it's hidden, you, you can't see it. And yet Jesus says, if you're gonna follow me, uh, 
You, you, you got to take up your cross. Crosses are customized. Crosses don't come off the rack. There's no one cross fits all. He says, you, you want to follow me? You must take up your cross. Your cross won't fit the person next to you. Your, your, cross, uh, your cross was not designed for them. It was customized, customized designed for you. Take up your cross and, and follow me. I, I, I see some crosses in, in, in this room and, and I ask this, if you get nothing else out of what I say, let this question hang in your spirit. Are you wearing or are you bearing your cross? He, he didn't say, anyone, want, anyone wants to follow me, uh, uh, wear your cross. Put on your cross and wear it. That's not what he says. He says, take it up, bear it. Are you wearing or are you bearing your cross? Is the cross for you um, a fashion statement or a spiritual statement? Is the cross for you um, is it a decoration or is it a declaration that declares to the world your commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ? So, so, so what, 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 what is a cross? What is, what is a cross? Um, here, here it is, here it is, here it is. Your cross is, listen, it is the, it is the, uh, Circumstantial, allowable, pragmatic will of God for your life. I said it too fast. I'll give it to you again. What is the cross? The cross is circumstantial. It's, it, it's, it's in the, re, the real circumstances of life. It, it's, it's that crossroads between where you're going and what God is now about to do in your life. It's circumstantial. Secondly, the, the cross is what God allows into your life. It's the allowable will of God. So, some of you are like me, and, and how, many how many times have we, have we said, uh, you, ever, you ever felt like God got your address mixed up with somebody else's? <laughs> and it's like, you know, no, this is not, hold, hold, hold on, angel. No, this is not for me. It's not for me. No, this must be for somebody else. The cross is what God allows into your life. And, 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 and it, it, will, it, will, it will be different than the person sitting next to you. You'll go through some stuff they'll never go through. They'll go through some stuff that you'll never go through. It's, uh, it's what God allows. It's what God permits to come into your life. That, that you are to bear. And then it's practical. It's pragmatic. It ain't, it, it's not deep. It's not theological. See? 
It's practical. It, it, means, it means that in this season of your life, for this cross, you got to do something. You, you, you got to do something practical. You got to do something in the earth realm. Uh, it's more than just going to a prayer meeting. It's practical. It's pragmatic. It is, Lord, how, how do I carry this cross in this season? Are you wearing or are you bearing your cross? For many of us, our crosses are hidden. God's brought someone to this broadcast today. Someone's, God brought someone to the patio. God's brought someone to this room. And you're carrying a cross that's hidden. The person next to you, the person on your row, has no idea what you're going through right now. Some of you are here today, and your best testimony is, I'm here. I'm, I'm going through something, but I'm here. I'm in a rough time, a rough season. Uh, we've got this pandemic going all around, and, 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 and yet for me, my greatest testimony is I'm here. Are you, are, you, are you bearing a hidden cross? The load that you share, the load that you carry. Now, now listen, listen. This, this passage was written by uh, the only African gospel writer. Mark, Mark, Mark was the first, wrote the first gospel. Many suggest that, that, that the, the gospel of Mark is like an outline. You know, you, you, when school you fill out an outline. And, and he gives the outline and Matthew and Luke and John fill in the, out, they fill in the outline, see. But this guy, Mark, was the first gospel writer. He was the first one to record what Jesus said. And he's from a place called Cyrene, which is in northern Africa. He's an African. Mark is the chocolate gospel. <laughs> and, and, and it's not like, we're not making this up. You know, it's right there in the text. You know, where is he from? He's from Cyrene. Get a map. <laughs> the man was an African. Watch this, watch this. And so as he tells this story of Jesus, uh, and you, 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 you know that scene where it's Jesus, they put a cross on him, and he's carrying it, and he's stumbling, and he's carrying it, and he's stumbling, and he's carrying it, and he struggles. And, and in the circumstances of life, the path of Jesus crosses the path of a man named Simon. Si Simon and Mark were homeboys. Simon was from Cyrene. So here are two Africans painting a picture of what it means to carry a cross. Listen. Nowhere else in the Bible is there anyone, any example of a person literally doing what Jesus said. Oh, we got the spiritual part. But Jesus says, take it up. That's, that's what Simon did. So here's this interplay between two Africans and he is the only, listen, Simon is the only person in scripture that literally does what Jesus said. And he takes the cross and he carries it. He takes the cross and he struggles. He takes the cross and he's gagging and he's up and down and he's struggling and wrestling. Um, 
because he's doing what Jesus said literally. The cross, the cross, the cross, the cross, the cross. Um, what is the cross in the life of Jesus? Here's a song, old song. You guys are too young to remember this. It's not hip-hop. You don't know this song. Uh, on a hill far away stood an old gold-plated cross. That ain't what the man said. So an old rugged cross. Here it is. The emblem, the, the symbol, the picture of suffering and shame. This cross that Jesus bore was not gold-plated, it was not diamond, it was not gold. It was a rugged cross. It was a tough, it was a heavy cross. And he's struggling to carry it, struggling to carry it. And then here comes this African, here comes this guy who then bears the cross. In, 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 uh, in African-American, well, in, in European theology, uh, the, 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 the common picture of Jesus is that he came as a babe in a, in a manger. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, European theology uh, focuses on Jesus as a babe and then grows and gains stature among men. In African theology, the picture of Jesus is a picture of the cross. The, the struggle, the, uh, the, uh, the moaning and the groaning and the rising and the falling. Uh, in, in, in African-American theology, the cross is seen as a tree. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble. The next verse says this. Were you there when they nailed him to the tree. No, 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 no. We, 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 we know it was a cross. But, but, but in African-American theology, we, we, uh, we interpret that as a tree. Uh, Nina Simone um, sang a song uh, that uh, Holiday sang, and it was called uh, Strange Fruit hanging from the poplar tree. And, and in African-American theology, we liken the tree to the cross. And Jesus says, you will go through seasons of bearing the cross that's heavy, that's discouraging, that's painful. Likened to a tree. And so the cross uh, remains an emblem, but a question is raised. This is not hip-hop. Y'all never heard of this. <laughs> Must Jesus bear the cross alone? Nay, nay, nay. There's a cross for everyone. And there's a cross for me. And there's a cross for you. 
Um, and in order to follow Jesus, uh, it's required that we take up the cross. The heavy cross. The painful cross. The cross we wish we didn't have. Didn't have. How many times do we say to the Lord, Lord, take it away, take it away, take it away, take it away. How many times do we say, Lord, why me, why me, why me? How many times have you gone to someone and, and you share with them what they're going through and they say, girl, I know what you mean. No, 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 no. A, few, few, uh, a couple of months ago, a young lady in our church, her mom died. Her mom died. And, and a friend of hers, meaning well, good friend, good friend, she said, oh, girl, I'm sorry. I'm praying, praying for you. I know how you feel. Whoa, no, you don't. Because when you hang up this phone, you're going to see your mama. My mama's gone. Sometimes it's hard to share the realities of the crosses that we bear. Sometimes it's hard to share the realities of the crosses that we bear. But when Jesus said, take up your cross, if you keep reading the story, the, the best thing about the cross is it doesn't end on the cross. That's not the end of the story. So, so, that, so that you cannot put a halt on your life in the cross-bearing stage. You cannot assume that it's over, it's done, I'm out of here. Not, not at the cross. Because the story is that the cross only leads to the grave, which only leads to resurrection. Dr. Maya Angelou was right. She says, and still I rise. I speak that over your life. You will rise. You, you may be tired, but you're going to rise. You may be weary, but you're going to rise. You may be lonely, but you're going to rise. You may have tears in your eyes, but based on the word of God, in cross theology, you're going to rise. Now take up that cross and realize it and receive it. Because God is taking you to a great resurrection. Hmm. I declare over your life rising power. Paul, Paul, Paul tried to get rid of his cross. Paul's cross was shaped like a thorn. And three times, three times, Paul asked, Lord, hey, you know, take this cross away. That's what, on my side of town, my side, he would say, can you give a brother some slack? Can you cut me some slack? And three times he asked, three times he asked, Lord, take it away. And three times God says, no, no, no. Be, be, because the cross always comes packaged in grace. God said, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm not going to take the cross away. I'm going to add something to it. My grace is sufficient. I speak the grace of God over your life, over your children, over your career, over your finances. I speak the grace of God over your mind that God would keep you in perfect peace. 
I speak the grace of God, the, the grace of strength, that God would give you strength you didn't even know you had. And as you struggle and strain and rise and fall and struggle and strain and rise and fall and struggle and strain and rise and fall, that you may know that you do it by the grace of God. Because when Jesus went to the cross, God, I love your word, he went blessed. He was already blessed before he went. And the prophecies was not so much about the cross. The prophecies was the blessing on the other side of the cross. I speak blessing over your life. I speak blessing over this house. Listen, you guys are in there every Sunday. You, maybe you're too close to it. God is doing something in this church. I'm, God, God is up to something in this house. May, may, may you not miss it. God says, God says, behold, I'm going to do a new thing. And then it says, don't you see it? I want to do a new thing. Can't you recognize it? I want to do a new thing. Don't miss it. God's doing a new thing here. It doesn't stop at the cross. There's a resurrection of a new testimony. There's a resurrection of greater faith. There's a resurrection of greater commitment. There's a resurrection of faith in God with tears running down your face. But you're blessed. He, he, he doesn't take away the cross. He adds grace to the cross. Uh, uh, the cross is always wrapped up in grace. It's amazing. How, how sweet the sound. That, that would even allow somebody like me to carry a cross. I speak blessing over your life. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance before you. Uh, the, the phrase is the idea of turning your way. May God turn your way. It's a picture of God leaning in one direction. May God lean in your direction. And give you peace. Paul says, it's peace that passes all understanding. It doesn't even make sense. I, 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 used, I, used to, I, I used to go to God and, and I'm saying, you know, Lord, um, how, how am I going to come through this? And yet God sends that peace that, that even I don't understand. It's grace. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you his grace. May the Lord turn your way. May the Lord lean in your direction and give you his peace. It's a blessing straight from God for cross bearers. Here it is. God bless you.